Hello, everybody. It's Sunny Sharma back with the India Inside podcast. Now, um, for this podcast, I want to explain why Mahatma Gandhi is great. And so Mahatma Gandhi was was a man truly of his times, but in many ways was a visionary. Um, this, this podcast, I want to really gear it towards Americans, Americans who misunderstand Gandhi or don't know who he is. Because right now in India, which is currently under the BJP, the opposition party to Congress, which Gandhi was a part of, Gandhi was a fa- one of the founding fathers of Congress, much of the BJP in India in, in many ways is, is not just is maybe not dismantling the legacy of Gandhi, but is looking at his legacy very with a degree of skepticism. And so Gandhi is important because if I may draw a parallel with America, Gandhi had the rural mindedness of Thomas Jefferson, the the inclination to be against religious factions of George Washington, the understanding of the law of John Adams, and uh and also the the wisdom of Benjamin Franklin. And he may have not had this in full measure, but he had these qualities in part of of these four men. He had all of, he had these qualities in part of these four men. And uh when India did gain independence in 1947, there was a degree of uh religious and communal violence that occurred. I mean, a million people died and over 10 million people were homeless, were put into homelessness and displacement. I I believe that if it wasn't for Gandhi and many of the founding fathers of India, that violence would have been much worse in India. And in many ways, the British had kind of tricked India into having this this uh, this uh, this uh, increased rapidity to their partitioning. Um, but you know, what 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 happened happened, and unfortunately, there was violence. But much, there would have been more violence had the founding fathers of India not been there and had Gandhi not fasted until death, you know, which he did multiple times, including during partition. And so there is a phrase which goes, which goes, um, men alert enough not to constitute masses. And I want to say it again, because it's a very important phrase, phrase, men alert enough not to constitute masses. And what this phrase basically means is that there, there are certain human rights uh, luminaries and leaders in history, and through their example, they, they, they create um, unity and not division and partition and uh, pro- and uh, polarization, and that's what men alert not to, alert enough not to con- constitute masses means. It means there is independent thinking and lack of conformity to legality and bad laws. And Gandhi, in the words of George Marshall, who was the Secretary of State of the United States in the past, uh, George Marshall said Gandhi was the conscience of the world. And this is what Gandhi was. Gandhi was an imperfect man, but in many ways Gandhi um, strove strove to be the conscience of a world which was in many ways during a period of darkness and economic stagnation, especially for the Global South. Gandhi represented the Global South with pride and he he represented it through his his principles he's in many cases men say they have principles and they don't truly stand for it many men say they have principles but few men actually really mean it when they say they have principles and gandhi was one of those men who really did have principles um gandhi took 
took the ethic of Jesus Christ and brought it to a to a mass scale. This is the most important thing that Gandhi did. And so so Gandhi was able to move a whole nation to avoid the despotism of the British colonial powers through his through his example and through his principle. And uh you know Gandhi Gandhi in many ways was even though he was brought up as a Hindu and he saw the Bhagavad Gita as his main guiding tool, um, Gandhi really saw Jesus as one of his forefathers and in, in, um, as, as one of his examples for um, leadership and as, um, as a, a human rights example. Um, and so I, I have explained previous, in my previous video a little bit about who Gandhi was. Um, so Gandhi became a lawyer in, in London and really Gandhi learned that it was really the middle class from where the vitality of organizing power comes from. And, um, what you see throughout the world is an immiseration of, of, uh, of the middle class into, into destitution and poverty, especially in the global South and especially in India. So Gandhi knew that he needed, he needed some, he needed some, uh, some movers and shakers, you know, people who who have the spine to really combat the British, to help to help him lead this nonviolent movement. And luckily, India was a was a nation of three hundred million people when Gandhi was there. And three hundred million people with enough people for a nonviolent movement, a nonviolent movement can be very successful. But Gandhi really started off in South Africa before he was in before he went to India. He went he was a community organizer in South Africa and he and he was thrown off a train even though he had a ticket for first class. And this really, you know, this really drives the lesson home that you should never hum humiliate a person because you will make them a never-ending enemy. And this is exactly what happened to the British. The British made Gandhi one of an eternal enemy for what they did to him by throwing him off that train even though he had a ticket. And so Gandhi, Gandhi, you know, how, what, what became a champion for Indian rights ever since uh, he was thrown off that train. And many, I want to, I want to also dis, uh, dispel some myths about Gandhi. Many people say Gandhi did not um, like African Americans. Um, this isn't really true. Uh, from what I've learned from an, uh, someone who is an expert in Gandhi, a, a woman who's an expert in Gandhi, uh, Gandhi, when he was speaking about African Americans, he was speaking about prisoners. And uh, even though, but it is true that he did prioritize Indian rights over black rights, you know, which is unfortunate, but that is the reality. Um, because he wanted to prioritize Indian human rights, Indian uh, rights over over other people's rights for in priority sake, um, but in but Gandhi, you know, tried out his tactics of nonviolence in South Africa, um, and they worked for a while. And uh, but ultimately, he he had to come back to India in order to help free the Indians from the hold of the British. And Gandhi understood understood the power of social of uh, media and how media can play a role in highlighting the 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 devastation and deprivation of a people. And so Gandhi was able to use media through, and symbolism, symbolism especially, uh, to uh, highlight the need to for the international community to, to force the British out of India. Um, 
And ultimately, what I want to say is that the British did eventually leave India after many years. Many people feel Gandhi curtailed this to a certain extent. But in, in many regards, Gandhi prevented a lot of violence from occurring through his symbolic fast until death, you know, to prevent violence between Muslim and Hindus and to prevent um, um, violence of against untouchables. Gandhi was, and Gandhi was someone who evolved over time, as many leaders do. Gandhi um, wasn't always against untouchability. I'm not sure about that, but I think he eventually decided to be against untouchability, um, especially, especially um, through his communications with Ambedkar. Um, but now Gandhi is synonymous in every village in India. People know who Gandhi is and who, what he what he had done. And uh, if Gandhi is great because he was a man alert enough not to constitute masses, and he did, and he represented that phrase better than virtually anybody um, on the Indian subcontinent, um, in my in my opinion. And he was he was the forefather, the true forefather of India. There are many forefathers of India, but he was he was born. Uh, he was born uh, a dozen or to 20 years before many of the other founding fathers of India were born. So he was really a father of fathers of, of the Indian of the Indian movement in India. Um, and in, and this is why we this is why it's called Matma. Matma means great, great soul, because he he was a father of the fathers, and uh, he was as I said before, he had the rural mindedness. <laughs> He believed the center of the Indian community were the rural villages. He was against religious faction as George Washington was. He was as well read as John Adams and believed in the rule of law as John Adams. And uh, he uh, he had the wisdom of Benjamin Franklin. Um, and, and this is just to draw a parallel. He had that maybe not in full measure, but in partial measure. Um, but uh, in, in many regards... Um, Gandhi was uh, he was not the only mover and shaker in India, but he was the most important by far as a leader of the nonviolent movement to push the British out of the country. Um, and he did this through self reliance, through self reliance, especially through spinning their own cloth and not buying British products, and through uh, symbolic fast until death, and through salt march marches to, to for the Indians to create their own salt. Um, and he understood the power of symbolism in social media. So Gandhi is, is you know, this, this is a little introduction, especially for Americans, to who Gandhi was. Um, and uh, we need more people like Gandhi. Gandhi was kind of an oddity because he dressed like a rural man and he acted like, but he had the urban-mindedness of a, of a lawyer. He, he kind of, he kind of com combined those two facets. Um and uh, in my mind, there's there's a saying that you should never degenerate the idea of poverty in your mind. And so Gandhi was this representation of kind of this poor man, but a, a poor man with power. Um, so I, I thank you for listening to my introduction about Gandhi. Um, if you have any uh, comments about future videos I should do, please keep them. Please write them to me, and I'll keep them in mind. So thank you. Peace, love, brotherhood, and justice. Bye.